Hello and welcome to the Growing Your Peace of Mind podcast. My name is Wing Ming Choi, and in this podcast, I will be discussing general life experiences that we all go through as human beings, what helps us deal with them, and how to grow your peace of mind so that we can all be our best, happiest, and most importantly, our most peaceful selves. Let's go. Hello, hello. Uh, welcome to episode four of my podcast. Uh, this episode is titled The Benefits of Meditation. As always, you know, thank you to everyone who has listened uh, to my last episode, which was on hobbies. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, uh, I also recorded two prior episodes. Uh, the first one being self-worth and self-value and the second one being on relationships, which I really enjoyed recording. So if you enjoyed the last one, you know, go check them out. And, and and if you haven't heard them, of course, go check them out when you have a chance. So I kind of want to start off this podcast episode by actually talking about a book. Um, so I mentioned in the last episode that as human beings, we, we all struggle, essentially, whether that is with ourselves as people, whether that is because of our outside circumstances, or simply, actually, I think because maybe we haven't built that resilience to go through difficult times in our lives with this, I think, a kind of a negative or a fixed mindset is a really big contributing factor to this. Um, I also think acceptance is really important. Um, obviously, I'll discuss this with my guest Luke in this podcast episode. Um, but yes, I think, I think it's really important because it allows us to be who we are how we are, what is happening around us, and kind of to just let that kind of, you know, just happen, just let it be as it is. Um, so as I mentioned, I've been reading a book, um, it's called The 12 Rules of Life, An Antidote for Chaos, uh, written by Jordan Peterson, who is a clinical psychologist, or as he has been called by some people, I won't name names, but a modern day prophet. Um, what he does so well in the context of life and kind of being at peace with your life is he articulates very clearly what actual challenges um, we all face in life and the difficulties we face in life he also kind of looks at certain theories as well so i'll give you some examples of quotes that he mentioned in the book um i'll try not to spoil anything too much um the first one being that sacrificing your presence um, for the hope that the future will smile on you. The second one being a long period of unfreedom is necessary for the development of a free mind. Number three, as an individual, you must be stable enough to be secure, but flexible enough to transform and allowing new information, new people to inform you accordingly. Number four, hating life, despising life, even for the genuine pain that life inflicts, merely serves to make life worse. Number five, people are very tough. People can survive through much pain and much loss, but to persevere, they must see the good in being and just being. If they lose that, they are truly lost. And finally, number six, my favorite one, meaning is that the horrors of the past or tragedies are necessary 
and a worthwhile part of the successful attempts to building something mighty and good. So what I really enjoyed about his book is that he makes it extremely clear that life is suffering. That isn't even in question. I think that is actually a fundamental part of Buddhism, actually, that life is suffering. But what we as human beings must not do is kind of suffer with it. We should embrace the difficult and horrible times um, and that we should find meaning, wherever that might be, you know, whether you want to look at that existentially or otherwise. So Jordan Peterson is arguably saying that, you know, by suffering, you will go strong, which I obviously, of course, agree with, so long as you have the right mindset. And very similar to this, actually, I listened to a podcast with um, Jimmy Carr last week, and he said that his five words for life was um, enjoy or enjoying the passage of time. He basically was saying that it's so unlikely that us, we individually as human beings, are even here on earth. So really, we really should just enjoy like the flow of time, you know, through the good and the bad times. And what I like about this quote, where he said, enjoying the passage of time, is that he isn't trying to invalidate anyone's opinions or anyone's views. He's accepting that we all have tough times, but that we should just be, we should all just be a little bit more compassionate with ourselves and others as people. And that we should really embrace the time that we have to essentially to you know, live our lives, you know? And on that note, that very kind of neatly transitions onto today's episode. Uh, so today's episode is called The Benefits of Meditation. As I mentioned previously um, in the hobbies episode, I actually do a lot of meditation, uh, specifically guided meditation. I actually use an app called Headspace to do the courses that they have. For example, these courses being self-compassion, kindness, acceptance, forgiveness, showing gratitude, you know, those kind of courses. I would, I would strongly argue actually that meditation has kind of changed my life and kind of given me this sense of achieving peace and being calm while experiencing chaos, you know, and being able to really truly understand my mind during the, the suffering, the difficulties, and embracing that in a kind of compassionate and understanding way. Um, the reason why I've, I've invited Luke on today is because a massive thanks goes to him from me for actually starting meditation. Um, he introduced me to Headspace, and he really encouraged me to just just start, you know, just start meditating, you know, to kind of try and be a bit more mindful and more accepting of my experiences in life and who I am as a person. And of course, very importantly, other people's experience in life, you know, validating their experiences as well as your own. Most importantly, I think meditation has taught me to really just trust myself like myself more, value myself more as a person. So that's why, you know, meditation is such a big thing for me and kind of why I wanted to try and put into words why for me I think it's important and why it also should be important for other people. Not not necessarily the practice of meditation in particular, 
but just being mindful, you know, and just being grateful for the experiences that we all have and the suffering that we all have as human beings. So yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode uh, today and I'll speak to you all after. I am now joined by Luke Shelley. I'm joined by him in person. Luke, how are you? Hi, mate. I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> just so everyone knows, I just played tennis uh, with Luke and for some reason, and somehow uh, I beat him, which will never, ever happen again. He's got a huge smile on his face <laughs> and uh, he's, uh, yeah, you haven't stopped going on yeah. about it. No, so if he's very passive aggressive during this episode, <laughs> you'll understand why. <laughs> there are a few close calls on the on the baseline, but no, no, no Wing, comment. Wing smashed it. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm humbled. <laughs> I need to become present and... Meditate my way back to victory. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, Luke. I really appreciate right. you taking the time to, you know, I know you're a very busy man, so I do appreciate you coming on. So the reason why I've asked you to come on this one is because, so this podcast is genuinely about peace of mind and kind of looking at yourself in a very calm, peaceful way when you're going through difficult times, whether it's in your mind or whether it's in uh, different circumstances in your life. And as I mentioned in the introduction, like, you really helped me kind of start meditation because i had i did it like for the two weeks back in 2018 but it was after 2020 at the start of 2020 uh when you said oh we just give it a go mm. and thank i say thankfully the pandemic happened mm. and thankfully i had actually just started really picking up meditation so thankfully i had that with me during the pandemic to really keep myself calm and basically it was so uncertain at the time wasn't it it was, it was such a shocking yeah. time at the time like people had stuff like cabin fever people had stuff like it was like a one person mentality with COVID and stuff yeah. and people were like just dealing with it. But as time went on, people really struggled, I think sometimes yeah. and meditating a lot really helps me mentally. And obviously that's a massive thanks to you as well because I'm meditating as well. So oh, well, you. It's, it's, it's you put the effort in. I just, I just recommended it. I think um, lockdown probably saw quite a big uptick in, I'm sure Headspace and Calm and those kind of apps mm. also saw a big uptick in the people um people downloading them and using them because yeah like you say it was that kind of cabin fever mentality um especially for people who might live alone or mm. were single or mm. i don't know um you were, li- were you living alone at the time Luke? i wasn't so i went back to my parents so i was lucky i could just nip back to surrey and head back home with parents mm. which obviously helped although yeah. it, i did feel like i regressed to the age of a 15 year old, <laughs> 15 year old boy but um you know, I was up in my bedroom, like playing FIFA and just sort yeah. of like at my parents' house. It was a bit odd. But, um, but yeah, I think that period um, of time, um, a very strange and unique, not necessarily in a good way, period of time. And I think meditation probably, um, it definitely would have helped, I like, I, I would think, mm. would have helped a lot of people um, to get through that time and to yeah. maybe... Um, get outside of that cabin fever frame of mind and kind of expand their mind a little bit hopefully Mm. um yeah i think it would have been very beneficial for that and i'm pleased that you um you not only took up meditation and Mm. tried it occasionally but you're like smashing it We, (laughs) we compared um it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird thing but on headspace which we both use they've got that they, they tell you how many minutes you've meditated. Stats, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And you've been meditating for a couple of years, less than me, and you're, you've are you meditated in from t- 
for a longer period of time than me. Yeah. So total hours, it's something like, what was it? It was crazy. Oh, now it's on, I think it's 11,000 minutes, I think. It's because, look, it's because when we started getting back in the office and stuff, I used the tube journey to meditate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so every tube journey, I meditate for at least half an hour, both sides going home and um, going to work. Um, I'll ask me, so you mentioned earlier that you... Did it, I'd started meditation two years after you. Yeah. How come you started meditation? What was it that got you into meditation generally? Um, so it's quite, um, it's quite an amusing way that I got into it, I guess. I, um, I actually, when I was about 18, 19, um, I first heard of uh, meditation. Well, I, I knew of meditation, but in my head it was just something that hippies from the 80s did or like, you know, Yoda did, like kind of... That was, <laughs> <Yoda>. that was, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was about my knowledge of meditation. Then one of my friends kind of um, was quite into it and into self-development stuff at that age. Um, And the way I was introduced to meditation um, was slightly, um, slightly, uh, what's the word? It was a bit outside the box. So he... He had this app where it was kind of, it was a bit intense to be honest. We both <laughs> lied down on his floor at home and mm. it was one of these meditations where it kind of sends sound waves out at you mm. and you're me- it's meant to be quite trancey and you kind of, you know, listen to the sound waves and I found it a bit much. Um, okay. It wasn't, you know, when you're 18, 19 and I just felt like a wanker. I was just lying on his floor, <laughs> just like, sorry, is this podcast meant to be... Uh, PG. It can be whatever you, you can it's erase that if you want. Um, but yeah, I um, it wasn't for me, so I um, I kind of just forgot all about it. Um, then I guess it, it doesn't. That does not sound like meditation. That sounds no. like manipulating your brain a little bit rather than yeah. meditation. It sounds like it's interesting how meditations progressed, and these days, I think particularly in the last five years or so, it's really become something that is there's not a stigma anymore there's not a stigma like there was in the early days um if you ask you know 10 people on the street in london or somewhere quite liberal i'm sure quite a few of them will have meditated or have downloaded the apps Mm -hmm. but yeah so fast forward to about four years ago uh five years ago maybe actually by now Um, 2017 2018 yeah 2017 yeah 2018 um a few you know i'd heard of the apps and a few of my mates had tried it and um I was just about to start my training contract. Mm-hmm. I'd just been traveling for for on and off for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found the adjustment very difficult to suddenly um, go back to kind of yeah. like uh, career mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved into London, into tooting with some friends and felt like a, a lot of change and kind of, I don't know, I, I found the training contract generally quite stressful. I mm-hmm. mean, um, it's it's the sort of moving every six months yeah. um mm. wanting to impress everyone um yeah and yeah i used to you know so I, I would say i kind of started meditation at a point where i felt i needed it to assist with um kind of um navigating the change but also uh dealing with stress and anxiety mm-hmm. um and yeah i I kind of started it in the classic way that a lot of people would. I downloaded Headspace, started doing their courses, yep. and then from then on, it's just become part of my routine. Um, mm. And I do it pretty much daily now. Wow. Um, yeah, not not. Um, I don't sit there for kind of like you know an hour, like mm. 
um, with my hands up like this. Yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, I, yeah, I do sort of 10, 15 minutes every morning yeah. um, and that's enough to kind of tide me over. It's quite nice. Because you mentioned that um, meditation, you needed it at the time to kind of help you in a sense of, you know, stresses at work and stuff. Mm. Do you think looking back now, it also helped your life generally? Not just, not just from work, but in a general sense. Yeah. So what I would say is that I noticed that the, I thought the differences were quite subtle at first. Um, you're not, Wing's nodding, so I think he must have found similar experience. But <clears throat> I, I didn't know what to expect. I started, wasn't sure really how it was going to go. Um, and I would say it wasn't until about a few months in that I noticed subtle differences in, in my daily life, I guess. Um, yes, with the stress and anxiety stuff, it was I was coping easier and finding it, um, I could uh, detach from it a little bit. But in terms of general life, um, probably a little bit uh, calmer in, in, you know, social situations, a little bit able to just relax in my own skin mm. rather than feeling like I had to be the the entertainer or I don't know you know sometimes I feel like I guess it's part of living with mates and being single and stuff as well yeah. living in London I was able I think it helped me just realize that I could just relax a bit more and yeah um and just enjoy things as they unfolded rather than you know trying hard to um I guess trying trying hard to really enjoy every minute and yeah. be doing stuff every minute rather than just yeah peacefully kind of going with the flow. Mm. I guess yeah. Uh, did you find did you find similar? Did you find s- subtle changes yeah, or did I you have did, a moment actually. where it kind of went boom? I actually was going to say um, that you're right. The harder you try, the worse it is. Yeah. <laughs> the harder you try. But the reason why I was nodding when you mentioned about subtle was I was literally asking you that as my next question. So the. Even now, I haven't really noticed a difference when, when you said, like, literally being subtle. What I've noticed now is, obviously, I broke up in my most recent tech back in October. Mm. I, feel, I feel very peaceful about it. Mm. And I think that is meditation. That is, I think, the most important thing about meditation, from my perspective and from this second breakup, is that you don't invalidate yourself. Yeah. I mean, first time around, I was, you know all in my head and what happened and all the stuff like that but this time I feel so much more peaceful and calmer and allow yeah. myself to go through the whole grieving process that comes with a breakup but also just the fact that I just noticed that it's almost a surprise like why am I so mm. calm about all this why am I mm. being angry at times as you would be but yeah. also being okay with it and also not being so caught up in it and accepting it as it comes and I think that is what you mean by subtle you yeah. don't notice you really don't notice the differences yeah because it's not something that you would notice it's, it's more it's like a passive growth yeah mm. and i think <clears throat> it's not it's not something where say someone has never meditated before and um, like some of my friends when i talk to them about it they're a little bit more pessimistic about it and they mm. kind of think of it as you know oh suddenly you s- sit down and get into a trance and you kind of i don't know imagine yourself floating on sea of ice I don't know what the hell I'm just chatting crap but it's it's more about uh, detaching from your mode of thinking and the mind can very easily go off on tangents get obsessive Uh, there's a lot of history um, thinking back on past events that you possibly 
regret or I don't know yeah. where you've had some sort of pain or attachment mm. um, and also project into the future and not spending enough time in the present which is I think where meditation is comes in mm. so when to link it back when you say about you feel like you're dealing with your breakup much better now or you're feeling more peaceful about it than you were on your first breakup I think it's because you can detach from all this chain of thoughts and the busy mind um yeah and you know it, it really helps with that kind of stuff mm. um so i think it would be helpful for in st- stressful or worrying situations mm. like that um especially where maybe you feel you feel down mm. with yourself and kind mm. of maybe if your ego's been hurt or you know going through a breakup it's it's a horrible thing to get your head around. Um, yeah, breakup manifests self-doubt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think meditation um, would really help with that. And uh, I'm saying would because I've never actually, I'm fortunate enough to have never gone through a breakup. Having said that, <laughs> I've only had one girlfriend. Uh, so it's, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, a master of these things, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I can imagine that it would really help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said to Georgia in the last episode, people they they won't they, they don't know it and they wouldn't know it because it's not something that they would have to deal with people are terrified of living with their own thoughts that's what i think people yeah. i think people genuinely work so hard to not be alone with their thoughts and that could be anyone that could be someone who is a ceo and has you know is aggressively trying to work so hard to get in a higher position mm. because they don't want to just be by themselves and enjoy their own company or people that have you know a lot of kids because they want to always have something on their mind not that's me it's not a kind of actively oh I'm doing this because I want to not think about things it's just that when you have that kind of life you don't really get a chance to stop yeah and that's why I think meditation is so helpful you you literally have to stop and let your thoughts come and just let them just let them give an example mate like early January um, I was playing badminton and I got hit in the eye um, and it's one of those things where I was just like, oh, I didn't expect that. Uh, so I had to go to A&E to get it checked out. It was all okay. It was all fine. But next couple of weeks, uh, I was like, you know, catastrophizing a little bit. I was a bit mm. like, oh, will I now be scared of playing sport? <laughs> will I now be scared of going outside because you know, things happen, you know, like get hit in the eye. Mm. And it's always that kind of like your brain likes to follow a narrative. Mm. So when you meditate, it's even, like, even now, like when I meditate, you know, you're kind of accepting the thoughts like that will come. Mm. But then also accepting your reality, like and who you are as a person. Yeah, and I think meditation really helps with that. Knowing who you are, the core, who you are as a person, and not trying to follow that narrative, yeah, so to speak, that your brain wants to take you through. It's an interesting point, and um, I, th- I feel like there are people out there that actually um, seem to prefer spending any free minute with someone else in the company of someone else. Very sociable people. Um, who yeah every spare minute they will fill it with social yep. plans and that's that's a great thing like it's yeah. um it's mm-hmm. really nice that people um when people are sociable but i think it is important to have some 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 time for yourself i've always loved my independent time mm-hmm. um yeah, same. and i think i guess meditation is part of that yeah having time mm-hmm. to digest be on your own yeah and think and every day is different isn't it every day you, you don't know exactly yeah. you don't know what you're going to think about yeah you literally can meditate and something from 10 years ago comes to your head 
and literally yeah. that's the whole point of it is that you kind of just are at peace with everything that comes and people like to I'll give an example was like in the last podcast episode someone could have lots of friends lots of friend groups yeah you know, lots of being able to talk to someone you know about their life so easily like that mm. can go out and get drunk like that can go out and you know just watch a cinema like that to go to the cinema but they could be the ones who are depressed mm. because whilst they society would say that they are someone who sh- should be very happy and very you know relaxed they haven't worked on themselves as human beings and on their mind and how they are as people yeah. so that's why I think meditation is so good in that sense man. it just really helps you be at peace with who you are which is not it's just not as easy and it's not a common thing to do either mm. it really isn't no it really isn't. It's, it's yeah it is difficult mm. I mean, so, so first question for you I haven't got to the first question yet <laughs> so obviously the... I, think, I forgot we're recording <laughs> so the practice of meditation obviously primarily comes from Buddhism mm. but it's the idea of mindfulness isn't it being mindful and being able to let your brain have these thoughts and I like this from Headspace letting them be as they are yeah that's what it means so my question to you mate is what actually is like mindfulness to you what is it to you that you being mindful um being mindful probably i think gratitude is a big part of it yep. and i know that's been a theme of your early podcasts that i've listened to and enjoyed as have people from lithuania poland <laughs> the u.s <laughs> just, 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 a, just a little yeah <laughs> ego boost for you uh yeah no i i think just um having a bit more presence in daily life um, not being so caught up with your thoughts being grateful and I think um, ultimately probably enjoying your day-to-day life more mm. um, I don't know I think um, I'm reading a book at the moment called The Power of Now mm-hmm. um, which is quite a well-known book I the author uh, the name escapes me. I think the surname is Toll, T-O-L-L-E. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really well-selling book and really well-known. I mm-hmm. think it mm-hmm. came out in sort of 2000s. But um, the premise of the book is that um, happiness comes of being truly present. Mm-hmm. And um, as I say, not projecting to the future, trying trying to root in the present, mm-hmm. Um I'm going to waffle and not do it justice. <laughs> but um, it's it's this idea of um, you will be more successful probably because you'll be um, more kind of in tune with uh, your thinking, yeah, your rational mind, um, your emotions. Um, I mean, meditation has... Uh, there's all these scientific studies mm. that we were discussing earlier, for mm. example, and... They can be, they're a little bit tricky because obviously they're about the brain, which I think is probably quite a hard area of the body yeah. to kind mm-hmm. of assess. But there's a lot of scientific studies showing that, um, you know, meditation has had um, positive impacts on not only the more, I would say, obvious things like anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. but also the aging of the brain, the grey matter in the brain, mm-hmm. um, cognitive functions. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to bring it back round to the original question what is mindfulness um i think it's probably trying to enjoy your daily life more and not always having to think oh uh, my life will be great when i reach this point yes or, yeah i will be happy when i've done this or earned this money what's next this. yeah, yeah mm. just uh 
trying to enjoy it day to day. Um, and obviously that's easier said than done. Yeah. And like something that I'm still, you know, trying to achieve myself. Mm. But yeah, I think that's the essence of it for me. I was just going to ask you, mate, obviously that, is it, you're probably asking it yourself. I say, like, do you still struggle with mindfulness sometimes? Yeah. So um, there are days where I find it much easier uh, to meditate or be mindful than others. Um, sometimes my mind will be leaping all over the place and I'll struggle to even just sit in peace and mm-hmm. kind of note my thoughts. But mm-hmm. um, there are other times where I seem to just have that bit more blissful peace, kind yeah. of mm-hmm. an undercurrent of feeling quite tranquil in the moment. Mm. Um, I do struggle um, with some emotions, in particular anger. Um, mm. And I, I'm not an angry guy at all. I'm pretty... I would like to think I'm quite chilled generally, yeah. but mm-hmm. I do find that I get caught up um, with things that either people have said or done, or yeah. I don't know, we use the example of road rage when we were chatting before the podcast mm-hmm. and stuff, um, where things do play on my mind and I struggle to um, let go sometimes yeah. and I can mm-hmm. find myself getting worked up about things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually that was a question I was going to ask you Um from looking at the notes you sent me, I just wondered, I think a large part of meditation and Buddhist teachings and so on, uh, a lot of it is about letting go Mm. of emotions of the thinking Mm. mind, Mm. whatever else. Mm. There are times where I'm not sure I struggle internally because I think, well, let's take the example of someone's being aggressive or rude to you. Mm. Arguably the teaching of meditation, um, some of the teachings would would say that you know you should take a step back um i think what i'm the point i'm getting to is you would potentially not even react or say anything to them and just move on which obviously is great but is should that person uh, you know should is is that the way to approach life if if people are kind of taking advantage of you or being rude to you should you just let it go and move on or should should you uh kind of it's it's i don't know it's something that i've thought about occasionally i don't think meditation has a link to setting boundaries um as neil said in his first episode when you interact with individuals as you mentioned about you know maybe a colleague or you know someone that's annoyed you respect should be at the forefront mm. so i don't think meditation will help in the sense that oh it means that when someone annoys you or someone is talking to you disrespectfully that you can just let it go because i think that fosters resentment i think you know what i mean by that it kind of mm. fosters that kind of you have kind of disrespected yourself and not set a boundary for yourself because you've let this person kind of talk to you in a certain way so i don't think meditation is used to kind of set boundaries. I think it, meditation can be used to respect yourself. So if someone is talking to you disrespectfully, as Adam said in the second episode as well, picking your battles. So, mm. you know, with a partner, you can choose to let go or choose to really mm. make a point on it. You talk about road rage and, you know, maybe someone talking to you disrespectfully. You have a choice. Mm. If the choice you make will end up making you resent yourself a little bit or even resent the other person, a little bit for example if you get a road rage moment and you kind of really get really angry about it and start honking him and really start like aggressively driving to him mm. 
in the long run, that's not going to be helpful. But if you can, you can get annoyed. You can say, "Oh, what the hell are you doing?" Mm-hmm. You know, and just and that's absolutely fine because I would rather. There's I mentioned this in the last episode uh, podcast in the podcast. It's called the Jens Dodson curve. So it looks like this. As you're I draw like a like an up and down kind of curve. In life, you don't want no adversity. You don't want too much adversity. You kind of want to be slap bang in the middle. We have enough adversity to kind of keep you at the optimum level. So if you're going to resent yourself by not letting someone who cut you off in the road or made you have to suddenly break, if you're going to let that um, manifest itself in a negative way, it's like, oh, why didn't I say something? I should have been annoyed about that. Oh, why did I just let it go? Then it's not helpful. Mm. But I think if, if, if it comes from a case of, like an example, let's say you were driving and uh, someone cut you up on a roundabout because um, uh, they didn't give way to your rights. They might be having a bad day. Mm. They might be driving to see their father who's in a care home. And with that kind of mentality, you can approach it in a more peaceful way. But I would say that with meditation... It allows you to see things in that way sometimes, but I I would not say that meditation should mean that you don't have boundaries or respect for yourself because if you had let that go yeah. and got, got not get, let yourself get annoyed internally, then that is not the whole point. I do it? agree. Maybe road rage is a difficult example, um, but I think um, the essence of it. Maybe I'm answering my own question here a bit, but it's to give it with meditation being mindful it's giving you that little bit of headspace and that little bit of distance from your thinking mind and emotions to be able to deal with things in a rational and present way Mm. so it doesn't mean you can't stand up for yourself Mm. and you know um tell someone if you think what they're doing is wrong or rude or aggressive Mm. but you can do it in a very rational composed way yeah as opposed to Maybe an, an example I'm thinking of as well is if your one of your good friends says something that really grates you and mm. gets on your nerves. Mm. Mm. Um, I think if you're quite mindful and present, mm. you probably just take a step back, act in a composed way, you know, reply rationally. You can be firm. Mm. It doesn't mean you can't be firm and mm. you have to kind of just fold. Mm. But... It probably gives you that little bit of composure, which actually, in the end, at the end of the day, will be a much better way mm. to deal with problems and yeah. frustrations than if you, if you weren't kind of more present and yeah. mindful. So yeah, there've been moments actually in my life where I've kind of let things slide because I'm almost too chill about it. So there's been moments I won't give details, obviously, but you no, know, the moments where I've kind of let things simmer inside me and just let things manifest itself in a kind of bitter resentful way mm. without really being honest with myself and kind of really telling whoever the other person is about how I was feeling or you know whatever and I almost think that meditation allows you to feel those things but unless you really address it within yourself why you're feeling resentful about what someone said or why someone has really upset you you don't really learn enough so i think mindfulness is really helpful to me in the sense that i can i can see when i'm not in a kind of not in a right headspace i can mm. see when someone has annoyed me i can see it but I'm, I'm able to let it go easier whether that's for my benefit sometimes i don't even know mate sometimes there is no sometimes it'd be better if i said something you know 
but I think the reality is you could if you try and If you try and analyze everything that comes into your mind, analyze what everything, analyze everything that everyone does, it's just going to be quite unhealthy. Yeah. So yeah, so I think mindfulness is really helpful in kind of just taking a step back, not having to analyze every single thing, yeah. not letting yourself get carried away with certain things. Mm. And I think um, I don't know if I don't, I don't really know if anyone. It'd be interesting to know out of all the people listening to this, obviously thousands, getting to <laughs> hundreds of thousands, if anyone. Um, hasn't ever meditated before uh, maybe they're listening to us kind of wondering what it's all about and um, the the kind of meditation I practice is very much just based on the headspace slash calm apps yeah I've got to point now we're actually doing mostly self-guided so I'll just sit by myself and go through a bit of a routine oh, in wow. meditation yeah. which mm-hmm. I really enjoyed but the point I was getting to is um, I think those kind of meditations are, I believe, what are called, uh, I might get this completely wrong, but there's there's different kind of meditations. So there's visualizations, yep. obviously, that's more kind of um, targeting um, positive emotions or trying to focus on outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also the meditations that are very much just focus meditations where you're coming back to the breath. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and kind of noting thoughts and so on, and that—that's the kind of meditation that I do. Yeah, more of, mm-hmm. and so that's where I think um, linking it back. I think that's where um, that kind of meditation helps with dealing with things rationally and not getting carried away in the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think if if someone had never meditated before, um, I'd be intrigued to know if it's you know if there would be a difference in that person Mm. in how they deal with things yeah um if they started meditating Mm. or if it actually just depends on the type of person you are (laughs) i think i think i can answer that actually so uh just want to mention that you can also the technique is also called noting isn't it noting yeah Yeah, it's where you kind of like no there's kind of three stages so notice it thought or feeling second stage pleasant or unpleasant third one is the feeling so Mm. if you were feeling a bit you know angry or whatever you say Feeling, unpleasant, anger. You like note it with like a mm. very light leaf and just let it go. You know, that's noting. I really like that one. I really think it's really good. Yeah, it's without judgment as well, isn't it? It's uh, but it's it's interesting. I was reading about um, there's there's a whole world of different. There's a whole there's all different schools of meditation, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and some of them are intended to actually foster. I was I was hearing about. Um, I think I can't remember which army it is or which uh, country even but mm. they're training their troops to meditate um in in order to um let them um kind of feel um not content but to kind of be able to murder for example and mm. commit war crimes mm. or not war crimes but to you know to yeah. be involved in combat mm-hmm. and not get attached to the act of killing in wow. a negative way to just wow. let it go and obviously that's pretty creepy that is yeah um, <laughs> it will it will eventually yeah yeah i mean yeah um but there's there's all kinds of different schools of meditation some then might not be necessarily um kind of positive yeah um, yeah I'm, I I'm saying this because on on this sheet i see you've um got one question on here which is why is meditation beneficial in modern society mm. um and I hope that it is 
beneficial in 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 the whole and i i really do believe it is yeah um but yeah i guess um it's a bit of a beast there's it is yeah and I'm only scratching the surface. I mean, exactly. I'm just yeah, exactly. one of the millions who just use have used Headspace yeah. and built their way up. But yeah, it's it's an interesting topic. Mm. Um, really interesting. Yeah. yeah, going back to what you said, what what would be like for someone who is maybe listening and has never meditated compared to someone who has? I can answer that. Um, before 2020, I think I was very judgmental of myself as a person. Very. Um, you know, when intrusive thoughts come, you know, I've learned the meditation that they're not you. Thoughts mm. are just thoughts. They're yeah. not a reflection of your reality. They're not a reflection of who you are as a person. They're li- the intrusive thoughts are literally there because you're not that person. It's called being egotistonic. So basically you have these thoughts because you're not that kind of person. That's mm. the opposite of who you are. And before meditation, I didn't know that and didn't understand that because I had attached so much meaning to my thoughts and it mean, meaning who I am as a person. And I think that's the answer. Judgment. You mentioned it a second ago. That is the answer. If you don't meditate on a general basis and you're feeling kind of these negative emotions, you attach so much judgment to them on who mm-hmm. you are as a person. That are you a bad person? Are you a negative person? Are you someone who lets things get the better of them. You attach so much judgment to them. Mm. And, you know, it's almost like some people might even be too scared to even start because some people will be like, I don't want to be in my thoughts. And that's the point. I think if you're someone who attaches a lot of judgment to themselves passively, meditation helps Yeah, a lot. I was just about to say that's exactly a kind of person that should definitely get into meditation. Yeah. yeah, and it it is a it is a tool for helping, um, and it probably goes alongside a lot of the other topics that you've had your podcast on. Mm. If you can combine all of these things, a bit of self love, bit you know your mm. hobbies, mm. active life, mm. um, good relationships, surround yourself with good people, mm. try and be mindful and meditate. Mm. That's got to set you up pretty well for every for anything yeah. that life throws at you. My favourite uh, with Adam's episode was when he said, I don't have a massive group of mates. I have a couple of mates yeah. that I'm really close with. And that's amazing. The fact that you can say that you don't need to be around so many people. Mm. You just have like one or two people like yourself mm. as company and just really enjoy your time with them. And yeah. like, you know me, mate. If I'm with, if I was spe- like, for instance, me spending time with you now, That'll be enough for me for like two weeks. <laughs> that means like, I'm done. Yeah. So that's all right. I mean, oh, cheers, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what meditation. Beat me at tennis one time. <laughs> so like meditation is just, in my view, so helpful uh, in that sense. Kind of just being able to be, you mentioned earlier, gratitude. Grateful for what you have. Grateful for who you are as a person. Mm. And Neil says, recognising your own self-worth because you, you is this one this way? The fact that you can sit with yourself. I'm sure you have a lot of negative thoughts which are just there sometimes. You don't want it to be there, it's just there. Of course, yeah. Yeah, And intrusive thoughts as well. The fact that you can even sit with them and be at peace with them. Yeah. That gives you so much, I mentioned in the third episode, emotional security and and confidence that you can even sit with your thoughts like that. I bet you never thought you could. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to try and um, bring up this book that I'm reading again without waffling this time. (laughs) Uh, It's quite a difficult topic to... That's the um, power of now, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. power of now. So 
exactly what you're saying um, is described as being in is finding the observer. So your thoughts, the concept is your thoughts are not your essence. And the, if you stick with me here, hopefully it makes a bit of sense. You, your thoughts are coming from a thinking mind. If you can learn to detach from them and become kind of like the impartial observer of mm-hmm. these of these thoughts, um, you notice that a lot of these thoughts are irrational, based on anxieties, mm-hmm. fears, mm-hmm. often based on past pain that yeah. is kind of looping mm-hmm. back round, mm-hmm. um, swirling around emotional pain. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And as soon as you become that kind of observer who's, mm-hmm. and as you say, you become a bit more confident in just being with yourself and having your thoughts and detaching from them, that is probably the start of, if you can carry it on, yeah. the start of a journey where you are detaching from your negative thoughts and you are becoming confident in yourself. It's, yeah. And it's not like an instant fix for someone that might not have never that might may have never meditated before. That's what I was saying. It's not like, like you do like one meditation. Like yeah, it, it is a journey. journey. It is, mm. and uh, yeah, that sounds a little bit um, wanky. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> but it is yeah. it is true, and like um, I think it's something that you can just carry on for life, and yeah, that is the start. Of the, yeah, that is the start of being yeah of the journey. Well, like when you finish the book. Please come back on and we'll do, we'll do another episode. Okay. <laughs> How about that? How about that? <laughs> okay, so uh, this, obviously, we discussed already, like, the benefits of meditation on mental health. I, wanna, I kind of want to talk about it in a kind of opposite way, because you mentioned about how is meditation beneficial, beneficial to society. Do you think there's this also idea that with meditation now that it can be a form of instant gratification? What I mean by that is, is like, if you're in a anxious mood or angry mood you can just put on a guided meditation that is on anger or whatever or if you're in a bad mood you can put on gratitude straight away mm-hmm. and also one thing that I consider quite interestingly because I, I don't think for instance me and you meditate we are not better than other people mm. yeah we are not because we meditate that we're better than other people that we are more mindful than people and that means that we're we're going to be more you know, have a more proper successful life I think there can be this concept of people think because they meditate they're better than you yeah yeah I just know what you thought about that I'm not sure I agree on the second point because I think the very nature of meditation um, is kind of dropping the ego and, and not and not thinking of yourself as I mean I think the whole another aspect of meditation is empathy yes and compassion compassion and kind of learning that you're one of many everyone has their struggles yes. so i think by its very nature meditation shouldn't really give you an attitude of oh i meditate i'm better than you mm. Mm. i think really what it does is potentially the opposite i think it's i meditate so i don't know i i i feel I know how busy the mind is. Yes. I have my struggles and yes. trying to overcome them, as mm-hmm. do as does everyone. And I think it's more that kind of empathy and compassion and society yeah. um, um, benefit. So I don't agree with that part. I think the first bit you said as to instant gratification. Um, I think as with everything in our society and kind of the um, 
being quite attached to our iPhones, for example, Mm. and having these apps of Headspace and Calm. Mm. I do agree that sometimes it does seem a little bit um, like instant gratification, where you're Mm. just sitting down very briefly on your phone um, and kind of expecting to be a different person at the end of 10 minutes. And then, I don't know. Um, But again, surely it can only be a good thing if someone's in an angry mood. And they sit down and take a bit of time out and have have a um, you know guided meditation, helping them hopefully get over their anger. I can't see really any negative consequences to that mm. personally. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do agree. It's interesting that it is becoming sort of like a quick fix thing. Yeah. <coughs> excuse, <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. I really like you. What you said about the whole point of meditation is dropping the ego. Yeah, I like that. I think that is absolutely right. I think when you meditate, especially the ones that you kind of do guided meditations, you kind of realise that everyone's in the same boat. Mm. Some people are good at hiding it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a massive difference. I think that's a difference. Mm-hmm. I think. And uh, I was actually, I've actually got some quotes here, mate, from like you know some of the guided meditations I do. Uh, I'll read them out to you. So one of them is: self-validation reminds us that we don't need the acceptance of others to be loved, to feel, to be, and feel loved. Uh, Meditation is not about creating more space in the mind. It's about letting go of the clutter that obscures our experience of that space. Remembering that blue sky, that's a big one for me. The fact that when thoughts come, no matter how intrusive they are, they're just dark clouds in the sky yeah. and how big, how big they are is up to you. If you notice that you are caught up in a worrying storyline, you have the power to break that cycle. And the word there is storyline, meaning yeah. kind of follow your own narrative. There's a lot of beauty to be found in the unknown, for example, getting hit, hit in the eye of badminton. <laughs> That's an example of one. <laughs> the truth is, we can only experience the thinking mind when we are resting in awareness. That's something I'm still working on. Maybe that's something that you can enlighten me a little bit as well. And last one, obviously, is my favourite. A thought is simply a thought, nothing more. You know, and that, 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 it's things like that you kind of realise just how helpful, I think you're right, how helpful meditation really is. Just seeing quotes like this and just thinking, yeah, my experiences are very normal. They're very, you know, yeah, I'm giving myself some self compassion. Is actually what I'm trying to say, you know. I like the blue sky analogy because um, some days your thoughts might be really turbulent and you get stuck on that yeah. storyline mm-hmm. of you know, and it could be to do with the person or your circumstances, and it's hard to break through. And it, it is almost like you know a storm in your head, um, dark clouds. But you you'll always the blue sky is always there in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be other days where your mind's a bit calmer mm-hmm. and yeah I, I do like I do like the way of thinking that you can notice that your head is in that space mm. but you can rest assured that under it all you do have a blue sky essence that you yeah. just have to try and mm. tap into um, I'm think, saying a lot of buzzwords now <laughs> <laughs> I think um, one thing that really helps me for meditation is actually not just the meditation itself. So when you meditate, you're obviously a bit more calm and a bit more you know, peaceful in your mind. From that, consequently, you can say to yourself, what's the truth here? You're having these intrusive thoughts about whatever you, you're thinking about. You feel a bit more calmer about it. So what's next in that sense? Like, if you say that these thoughts mean something or whatever, tell the truth. Hmm. Are you that kind of person? Are these thoughts your reality? Is that who you are? And that, from meditation, you, it gives you that kind of grounding to say, 
I can now start looking at my thoughts clearer. Mm. And because obviously the whole point of meditation, as you said, is not to get rid of thoughts, just to let them stay. And what's really helped me is tell the truth from meditation, from calming your mind. You can look your thoughts so much clearer and say, tell the truth. Mm. Are you that kind of person? Is that you? Are your thoughts you? It's like, obviously not. Because from meditation, if I've realized that, as you said, they're just dark clouds in the sky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah your thoughts are not yourself and just to put your I think it's well my understanding is you're kind of trying to let your thoughts pass not let them stay I don't know but yeah it's yeah. it's it's watching them and letting them pass for yeah. me um, and letting them be there if they, if they don't want to pass you know, yeah, yeah I guess resting you know just yeah. letting it be uh, often with negative thoughts you can actually feel the reaction in your body yes I don't know about you but I'll get like say I'm feeling kind of anxious or stressed uh, quite often I'll get a feeling in the pit of my stomach you know your your breathing kind of tends to get a bit shallower mm. tighter chest whatever it is heat to your face but if you actually interestingly if you sort of notice those emotions when they're happening and kind of think oh yeah my I've got this feeling in my pit of my stomach and not linking it to a negative just yeah. witnessing attaching it. no judgment to them yeah just witnessing those feelings um suddenly you notice that it all tends to slide away yeah. and the thought sort of goes and you're like oh okay you feel a bit looser well that's how i do anyway um but do you know when you deep breathe in meditation just also generally yeah it triggers something called the parasympathetic response okay so when your body is reacting in whatever way negative way or however you want to label it and reacting in a and the way you can feel it is like breathing deeply it's like a parachute mm. so it kind of stops that and kind of gives you that kind of being able to calm yeah. yourself that's why deep breathing is so helpful mm. and another example of that is the yawn if you yawn when you're feeling motions that you can feel it gives you your body that sense of calm it's like I'm safe I'm mm. yawning and my body's relaxed and you know <laughs> be able to trust your body basically yeah I'm not sure I could force myself to yawn when I'm feeling really stressed <laughs> I'll give it a go yeah give it a go definitely mate. definitely <laughs> give it a go right my, ne- my next question for you uh, I think we've kind of discussed this um, but I'll give an example just to make it easy for yourself sure. is that recent challenges and struggles that we faced um, for which meditation has really helped um, obviously the example I gave earlier is that I broke up my ex quite recently back in October and there was a meditation, guided meditation called dealing with a breakup, or mm. I think that's what it's called. And it really helped me because it, it basically allows you to, I've said this before, exp- uh, go through calm whilst experiencing chaos um, uh, and allowing yourself to kind of really see things a bit clearer. And one thing that the, uh, the person that does the meditation said is that people are in your life for a reason. People at that moment in your life, you you needed that person, mm. and it really helped meditation in that sense to kind of really just not be so negative and also take accountability for myself as well because like we both made mistakes I'm sure, but just also me looking at myself as well and not mm. being so oh it was this person's fault this person's fault as you said earlier. When you meditate, you kind of can look at things with a bit more compassion through your eyes and other people's eyes. And this recent challenge, challenge and struggle which I'm facing now, and obviously will give me feelings of you know, self doubt. With meditation, I just feel like I'm okay that I can I can go through these emotions. <clears throat> I can go through this kind of negative you know, self talk sometimes. This you no know, 
feeling like it's my fault and feeling anger as well. And that's just that, that's my breakup. But that can come from any that can come from anything. That can come from uh, you being at work and not being in very good mood. That can come from you know troubling times at home. It can, it can even come when you're. Give an example. If you're very peaceful at home and negative feelings come, you're like, where's this come from? Yeah, it's like, why has all of a sudden, I'm in such a peaceful place in my life right now, enjoying my life, why am I feeling so negative all of a sudden? Mm. And that's why I think meditation is so helpful, is like, challenges I faced, and as you said earlier, it's quite passive, you don't realise how helpful they are, until you actually, let's put it this way, when you go through difficult times in your life, that's when you really need you, Mm. when you really need your mind, and who you are as a person, and if you haven't worked on it, it's going to hit you. Yeah, and that's why I think meditation is so helpful in my recent struggles. I say struggles. It's a grateful thing. It's, it's an amazing thing to go for a breakup because you kind of learn so much about yourself and you're so grateful for it because it kind of gives, the fact that you can go through a breakup is amazing, you know? But, you know, it kind of gave me a kind of peace with it, you know, being able to say, yeah, I'll say it again, being calm whilst experiencing chaos. Yeah. Basically. So I'll ask you, do you, have you faced any, obviously you don't have to go too personal you know, if you mm-hmm. want to, but in terms of like recent challenges or struggles that you faced where you've noticed that meditation has really helped you? Um, recent, um, not so much in the sense that, um, although I would say I've felt more content in my day-to-day life generally, um, I had a um, I had a week recently where I felt like um, every morning I was kind of uh, almost like skipping to work like really really in a light mood you mm-hmm. know very feeling great kind of mm-hmm. not having the, the the same thoughts um and there's other t- other times where it's a bit more difficult but um kind of longer term where it's helped me is uh i think stress anxiety um in particular i think i've shared this with you before but when i was about I guess 16, 17, I started having panic attacks mm. kind of out of nowhere. Um, I was always quite a confident guy, really, quite a confident kid. And it just kind of one day just hit me. And mm. uh, from then on for a fair few years, I I would have sort of the occasional what felt like a panic attack or what to me I've interpreted as a panic attack for kind of no real reason or no there wouldn't be a circumstance leading to it for example I could just I remember one time I was just driving in my car mm-hmm. and uh, just suddenly felt this kind of panic wash over me and um, meditation has helped with that um, to to an unbelievable extent to the point where I've kind of phased them out completely mm-hmm. maybe it's partly growing older mm-hmm. and, and so on um, as well that might help um, but yeah, I just, um, I've really noticed that Yeah, there was a stage where I kind of started getting them back a little bit, mm-hmm. um, a few years ago, but I was much better able to deal with them. And, mm-hmm. uh, these days if I am stressed or anxious or so on, I just kind of, I feel like I deal with it much, much better and, and notice it. Um, you trust yourself more, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and I just feel like I'm better sort of equipped to to deal with these things. Um, yeah, the strange thing about it was it was uh, I couldn't I couldn't really give you a reason why I was having the mm. the panic attacks, which are a very strange thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just what the mind does. It's a weird thing, mm. and 
yeah that's where it's really helped me that's yeah. a challenge where it's amazing. really helped me so yeah but um if ever there was a good example that's a perfect example <laughs> Oh, thanks. Yeah. With meditation, it gave me that kind of awareness as well to notice that, like, my brain likes to doubt myself. And, like, if, if you mentioned about um, you having panic attacks when you're younger, my brain would go, Oh, will you do that one day? Go. But so my brain does yeah. that. Yeah, that's, I think everyone's does that. But mine kind of is like, Oh, if you hear something, you go, Oh, is that me? Oh, do I need that? Oh, is that going to happen to me one day? And I think meditation has helped me in the sense that I can see those thoughts. And kind of, that's the thinking mind, isn't it? Yeah. Jumping in there. Yeah, I can, yeah. I, I, can, I can always trust myself to say, also, I can trust myself, first of all, to say when, you, when those thoughts come, your body will react in a kind of somatic way. But okay, let it react. Mm. If, you, if, you, if you hear, if, you hear, if I hear from you that, you know, that you're passing out when you're younger, if my body goes, oh, I might one day, I'll be like, okay, mm. I, know, I know you won't because, you know, where, where's the evidence for that? But I trust my body. I trust myself here. Mm. Yeah? But also knowing that you can embrace the uncertainty, mm. you know, that it might happen one day. It's almost like that paradox effect if you think about it, yeah, it's going to make you think it'll happen and kind of make your body react in that way. Whereas if you can just kind of let that thought come or we'll have a panic attack, it's like, yeah, might do, might not. Yeah, there's a tendency to overthink these kind of things, isn't there? Um, Absolutely. Whereas, yeah, if you take the approach of let it let it go, it mm. tends to just slip away. And we all deal with these kind of things, whatever it is, we all have our own thing. I mean, look at Tony Soprano even, he mm. suffered from panic attacks. Mm. So... Um, Apart from panic attacks and being a bit overweight, uh, I'm hoping I don't share many similarities <laughs> with Tony Soprano, but um, we're all dealing with our own thing. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. And that's what meditation's helped us, I think, helped me yeah. give myself that awareness of who I am as a person. Obviously, I'm st- we're always learning. You know, I'm still yeah. learning, but it gave me that awareness as no, right, you're self-aware now. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. And that's why I said to you earlier about trusting yourself. I realised that, you know, when you have these thoughts, you can trust yourself. You have that self-awareness we're going to do so I was like oh I'm going to trust who I am as a person and trust my body and trust my mind and be like yeah they can come they can go mm. Mate, so the next question for you I think you've already answered this but I think um, you'd be much better equipped because you meditate without guidance sometimes is how to meditate effectively so okay. I, I meditate with guided ones such as showing gratitude or kindness or self-compassion so I follow those guided mm. ones actually after having gone through the pro levels um, in Headspace but how do you kind of, what, how do you do it effectively? Because obviously we said before we recorded that sometimes, some days, the it's thoughts are much there. more difficult, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And you know, do you need to meditate every day? You know, and yeah. do, do you approach meditation in a sense of eventually you'll get rid of your thoughts or do you kind of approach it in a different way? Um, so I think key thing for me has been incorporating it in my routine. So... My first answer would be try and incorporate meditation in your routine somewhere because mm-hmm. then it just gets you on the road of getting used to doing it and it becomes a bit more like second nature. I think the apps are actually <clears throat> I think the apps are actually really useful just because they've turned what um, conceptually is quite a difficult thing into a very easy thing mm-hmm. I mean. In, in a way, especially on the beginner courses, for example, in Headspace, all you're doing is sitting there watching your breath. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you're only doing it for sort of 10, 15 minutes. Mm. Um, it turns something that is quite sounds quite difficult mm. and complex into something very in bite-sized pieces mm. that's really easy to follow. So yeah. I think those are really good. Um, I've got to the point now where I actually prefer to do self-guided, like you say, because I like the simplicity of just 
taking a bit of time just sitting on my sofa Mm. um, and just watching my breath and kind of um, noting thoughts. Sometimes I'll do the odd visualization in there, kind Mm -hmm. of like a hot sun hovering above your head that's filling Mm -hmm. you with warm liquid. That's quite a nice one. Yeah, that's nice. But it's all, for me, it's all based on relaxation and noting my thoughts. But um, how to meditate effectively um, otherwise. um, I mean, some people get really into this stuff you know mm. go to these kind of big courses or retreats mm. which mm. is quite interesting i'm not sure if it's ever for me but i would like one day to sit there for a couple of hours and see what happens oh, um God, yeah, yeah. i'd probably just get a really bad back but, um, <laughs> but yeah um i think my main answer to that is how to meditate effectively is to try and incorporate it into your routine and into your busy life it's not that difficult to do um i don't think you need to meditate every day but I think it helps, especially at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think, I don't think, in my mind anyway, that meditation is about getting rid of your thoughts, mm-hmm. as in completely rid of them, because I think they're always going to crop up. Maybe they'll come in a sort of reduced volume, but yeah. you're always going to have thoughts, right? But I think it's more, <clears throat> I think it's more letting them, letting them pass, and not and being quite resistant to them, mm-hmm. not kind of just gripping onto them and suddenly mm-hmm. getting into that mm-hmm. same old worried or anxious storyline or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah I think were there any other questions you had there I, I can't saying, remember you asked no, me no just something I'm not going to mention oh I didn't mention this in the notes as uh, we talked about before session you said that there's a potential that meditation helps improve your immune system right yeah um, I will caveat this with um, I basically did a google search and read like the first article that cropped up but there was a, I think it was UCLA did a um, study um, and found that that they, they did the study with, I think it was hundreds of people that mm. had never meditated before um, and they did whatever health tests, so on, and found that after a couple of weeks of intense, I think they did a lot of meditation, like, mm. you know, an hour mm. or more a day, but they, they found that... Um, certain indicators in the blood mm. of you know healthy having a healthy immune system mm. were were all boosted mm. um i mean yeah I, that's not that's a very unscientific answer mm. but there are studies out there basically if anyone's interested yeah. that meditation does have apparently quite a few beneficial effects that mm. you wouldn't that you wouldn't think on your body on your brain on your immune system and so on um, I don't really do it for that. So yeah. for, for mm. me, it would be a nice little bonus. But um, mm. yeah, I think um, I think science still has a lot to figure out about meditation and stuff like that. Mm. be funny if actually it's all just a, f- a fad and uh, <laughs> we're just sitting there like Muppets in silence. Yeah, but even if, even if we are, it's still nice, mm. right? We still feel good. So. I was going to say, it kind of makes sense though, if you think about it. Like people that suffer from burnout, the reason why is because they are working so hard or doing whatever so hard that they don't really stop and relax themselves and that's why the meditations I use guided ones they say you know being grateful that you have the opportunity to just sit and be still yeah I get that I think you know what if you're working so hard or doing whatever really uh, intense level that it gives you that chance to say you know I'm stopping and allowing someone to just stop yeah and I think in in that sense I get that but also I get the kind of immune system thing a tiny bit because if you're sitting, if you're living your day-to-day life and you don't meditate and you don't sit with your thoughts, when negative thoughts crop up, 
which they inevitably will, which everyone, I, I, I expect everyone experiences these kind of thoughts, hundreds of thoughts a day, even subconsciously. When they come, you're just letting them be, you're just letting them be there, but in a kind of judgmental way. Because you're like, you're like, oh, I'm feeling a bit anxious, I'm not in the mood for this today. Oh, I'm being a bit stressed, but you know, it happens. Whereas if you meditate, you allow yourself to stay with these thoughts and stay with them in a kind of peaceful way. So if I draw your diagram again, like it's almost like if you're if you meditate and you kind of let your negative thoughts cop up, you kind of live life a bit like this, you kind of like a little bit like a straight line, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you live your life where you kind of really let your thoughts get to you, but you push them away and you mm-hmm. don't meditate and you don't meditate, it becomes a little bit like this. You're like you like going up yeah. and down, up and down, up and down because you're allowing your emotions to get to you and come better even if you're trying to push them away so I kind of get it if, yeah. you're, in such a, if you're in a more peaceful line yeah. so to speak then obviously you're going to feel much better about yourself and obviously yeah. internally your diagrams are a work of art <laughs> <laughs> um, I imagine like if you know that horrible feeling you get when you feel very stressed or nervous it spikes it definitely spikes something in your body mm. um, and if that goes unchecked I'm sure it has a negative impact on your immune system mm. um, so probably does have an impact right look final question for you uh, it's been a long one hasn't it yeah it has I, I haven't checked the time I've yet I've enjoyed it <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah it's really good so this podcast is called Growing a Peace of Mind I mentioned in the first episode where it's come from but um, the reason why I think it's so important is because I mentioned in the intro to this episode, uh, which you heard, life is suffering, which is a big part of Buddhism, a big part of mindfulness, but you don't have to suffer with it. And that's why I think peace of mind is so important. It allows you to just let things be as they are, you know? Um, so my question for you is, which I ask my guest at the, end of, at the end of every podcast is, what to you, in the context of your meditation, your mental health, your mindfulness, you know, going through early sort of angry emotions and all of that what kind of gives you that peace of mind and the opportunity to say no matter what I go through in my life no matter what I'm feeling for instance no matter if I'm doubting myself because I've, I've let myself react angrily or react in a kind of unkind way you know what gives you that peace of mind to say you know what I'll be okay you know be it because of meditation or otherwise that I'll live a life kind of true to myself and kind of let meditation help guide me along and give me that kind of peace of mind in that respect blimey that's a big question um probably the fact that Arsenal have won way more trophies than Tottenham um I think uh, I I like is that probably meditation (laughs) (laughs) um I like um I enjoy I don't know what I'm talking now my own crap joke has uh, put me off I I think that for me it's a bit of a cop-out answer maybe and I think previous guests have said this but um, I think if you are surrounded by good people good friends good family people you can talk to in particular and trust um, that will help you through hard times because it like what's that quote like you know a burden shared is a burden half or whatever. It it really is true. Um, and I think just keeping active and healthy, um, trying to do activities that actually, um, that while you're doing the activities, you are present as well, I find quite mm-hmm. nice. Like um, if you play football or if you, um, I don't know, it can be anything really, rock climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, might doesn't even need to be physical. I don't know, if you're just reading a book or something. 
you're mm. kind of quite present, especially yeah. if you're or if you're a gamer, for example. I'm mm. not really a gamer, but I'm sure I can see the appeal that it puts you, you know, up completely, mm-hmm. puts you in the moment. I think fill your fill your life with stuff like that as well, mm-hmm. and uh, that 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 will help you along the way. I think having recorded four episodes and listening just to what people say and you know, what your answer as well. A big thing I come back to again is what Georgia said. Just being grateful. Yeah. Gratitude. Like Neil said it as well, is that he said the uh, the pointless things in life are what make life worth living. Mm. The fact that you give an example, I bought a doormat yesterday. That's kind of pointless. <laughs> but it's amazing because you've cultivated where you're living. You're cultivated your own kind of, you know, life in that sense. And it's such a small thing. Rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're just being grateful for the little things. Yeah, yeah. that's a really nice thing. Mm. Um, something I quite admire about my dad, actually, is um, he, he's not into possessions or mm. things with monetary value at all, cars, any of that. His, like, joy just comes from sitting on his own fishing or, like, mm. you know, just going for a walk, which I think is really nice. Mm. It's the simple things. Yeah, I agree. Mate, on that note, mate, I actually, I've, I've done this before. Do you have any final questions for me? Oh, <laughs> no. Me. Damn. If you'd give me the heads up. <laughs> well, have you answered that question yourself? <clears throat> no, I haven't. Um, Go for it. What gives me peace of mind? Knowing who I am. Knowing who I am as a person, how I am as a person, and approaching it in a non-judgmental, very compassionate way. Example I give is you know when you when you're in a relationship with someone or with you know and it doesn't work out, there's so much self doubt in who you are as a person. And my first breakup was really bad, as I mentioned before, that she cheated on me. But from that, I became probably the most peaceful I've ever been in my life. It's really weird. It's almost like going through that horrible time in my life gave me so much peace in the end because I realised what my worth was I realised mm. who I am as a person I realised I am you know, I, ca- I am good as a partner and also mm. good as a human being and how lucky I am that I've learnt that yeah so knowing who I am as a person was is a massive factor for my peace of mind um, knowing that oh knowing that I listen to people mm. knowing that I actually don't just it's a good skill yeah, because a lot of people listen so they can respond. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't they actually listen to what someone's yeah, yeah. saying. Yeah. And just knowing knowing that I'm not perfect. Knowing that there's so much of me to learn about myself. There's if you think about it, Luke, you know, we are still young adults. We have no clue what we're doing in our lives. That's the truth, right? We literally have no idea. And I'm going to bring up Adam again. Sorry, Adam. But in, I remember back in 2019, uh, we were at the firm that we were working at and we were having a little like social. And I remember Adam saying, oh, uh, I feel like I'm just turning 30 something and I feel like I'm only just starting to mature. <laughs> yeah. And I just realized as human beings, we're all learning, mm. we're all growing. And to top this off, you said earlier that meditation is about other also other people's experiences Mm. if you can look at other people and have compassion for them and have respect for them and understand that they're going through difficult times in their lives as well and all you can do is do your best for them and for yourself 
while still having boundaries and respecting yourself. So if you can look at other people and say, yeah, I can imagine it's difficult. You know, I'm, I, and I can imagine that, you know, it's hard for you. If you want to talk about it, I'm here. As in, if you have done the work on yourself and you can look at things in a peaceful, calm way, to me, that's peace of mind. Mm. And that's my answer. Very touching. I do have one final one for you. Yeah. If anyone in the world, if you if you could find out anyone in the world was listening to your podcast, celebrity, mm. person in real life, whoever, who would it be? Don't say Bruno Mars. <laughs> I've kind of already had it. Oh, I was hoping you'd say. Uh, I was hoping it was going to be a celeb. Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo. No. Wayne Rooney. I, I I love Ronaldo, but I think he's a little bit narcissistic. So I mean, so no, actually, I think um, this t- my family. I think mm. um, my, I know my, I know my brother listened to this. Nice. Um, and I said to him earlier, two days ago, what I like about doing these podcasts and is allow me to put into words how much I've grown mm. and the fact that my family can even listen to this and my brother can listen to this it's amazing mm. um, so I think I've already got it nice yeah I think I've already got it I think, I think my sister listens as well <laughs> but, but no but yeah I think I've already got I it love that yeah I think I've already got it and but in a more kind of if you talk about celebrity way um, <laughs> oh god it's got to be Kiefer Sutherland. It's got to be the Jack Bauer. It's got. It's got to be. There's no one else really. I hope I can uh, think of. Joe Rogan's not listening. He'll be shitting. <laughs> You'll be topping the Spotify charts. <laughs> I know who I don't want to listen to this, but that's that's not for this uh, podcast. I know. I know that's definitely I, not for this I podcast. Think I know the answer. <laughs> All right. Right. Luke. We'd better wrap it up. Yeah. I need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. No worries. I really appreciate you taking the time, and I have learned a lot from you in this session today oh god I don't um, know about that I've so, never had a chat like this it's, have it's we not? been great yeah same here that's why I like yeah. this podcast so much yeah. you know so thank you so much Luke uh, you. when you listen to it back I hope you enjoy it as well and I'll, yeah. I'll give you I've given you a nice little intro and I'll give you a nice outro as well <laughs> thanks so, mate yeah thank you so much Luke no thank problem. you cheers thanks bye 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 All right. Well, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, first of all, massive thank you to Luke uh, for recording that episode with me and for doing it with me in person. Thank you so much. Um, well, he taught me so much in that kind of hour and a bit. It felt like 10 minutes, I'm not going to lie. But yeah, he taught me so much. Um, I'm actually kind of struggling with what really to say, actually, um, now. Well, one of my favourite things that he did say was that um, it wasn't just that Arsenal have won more trophies than Tottenham, <laughs> but it was the fact that you can distance slash detach yourself from your thoughts and kind of noticing that the nature of meditation is that you actually drop your ego, not enhance it. And I also really liked it actually when he mentioned about that meditation allows you to approach your day-to-day life more calmly and more contently and like being able to really be an observer of your mind essentially uh finally also that the fact that you develop more empathy you develop more self-compassion and more importantly of course you develop more compassion and kindness for other people you know and their experiences of course at the end of the day, you know, I 
I think us all as human beings, we are all just really trying to do our best in life. And at the end of the day, we should all just try and help each other along the way. So yeah, massive thank you again to Luke. Uh, it will probably take me a while to really process everything that we discussed today. So massive thank you to him. And thank to thank you to all of you, of course, for listening to my podcast. And if you did enjoy that, I'd be really grateful if you could please give my podcast a five-star rating, either on Apple and or on Spotify if you can. Yeah, if you did, I'd be very, very grateful. So yeah, thank you very much for listening to this episode today. And I will see you hear you or not hear you in the next episode.